Thank you for being here for another installment of Fortifying Your Faith. I know it's been some time since we have uploaded a podcast, and I apologize for that. Things have kind of been crazy this year, and I'm sure you can understand and relate. Uh, Rin and I both have accepted new positions and have moved in the past couple of months, and right now we just don't have the capacity to stream and to uh, record a podcast together. So for the next little while, we will be doing uh, lessons, shorter lessons than what we have been doing, and uploading them each individually, uh, independently as well. They'll both still be here on Fortifying Your Faith, don't worry, but it will just be me and it will just be Ren for uh, a little while. As I mentioned just a moment ago, things have progressively gotten stranger and stranger throughout the year. We have had death, disease, an election year. We've had constant uh, turmoil, confusion, hardship, whether it be financial or health or whatever sense it might be. As we think about all of this and as we think about the difficulties of this year, I'm reminded of the song that we often sing, This world is not my home, I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. As we think about that and as we concentrate on that idea today, I ask you and I encourage you to think about this for just a moment. We as Christians have a great comfort and a great hope. When we think about, let's first think about this passage for a moment. John 14, verses 1 through 4. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way, ye know. As we think about this passage for the next couple of moments, I encourage us to think about truthfully. This world, in every sense that we can imagine, is not our home. When we think about it, A lot of times we let this world control the feelings of our heart. When things are difficult, our heart begins to be troubled. Christ was talking to his disciples, preparing for his death. He says, don't worry about what's going to happen. Things are going to be tough, but believe me, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when I come back, I will bring you with me. As we think about that, what kind of comfort does that give us? The fact that this world is not the uh, end-all, be-all of our existence, whether we're rich or poor, healthy or not healthy at all, whether there's a pandemic or whether it's easy sailing, this world does not at all, determine, first of all, our happiness, but second of all, our eternal destination 
unless we allow it to do that. I want to think about this for a moment. We have to, as Christians, and of necessity, plan for our eternity. Christ says in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21, Lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, nor where thieves break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. We have to plan for eternity. Christ said the same thing in John 14. We looked down at verse 4. Yes, verse 4. And whether I go, ye know, and the way, ye know. We have to take time to plan and determine where we are going to spend eternity. And the reason I say that is because we have to choose to obey God. We have to choose to obey Christ. We have to choose to become a Christian and to live as a Christian. As we think about that, we have to plan for our eternity. Heaven, as described in the Bible, is so beautiful. It's so wonderful. And yet, as we think about it, we find comfort in the fact that if we do what God has commanded us to, if we live the way Christ has commanded us to live, if we follow the words that God has given us from His inspired Word, then guess what? We have planned and we have prepared for eternity and for the judgment. There should be a certain level of comfort that we find from that very thing. But we also have another sense of comfort. The fact of the matter is the Lord is coming back. It's not just one of those statements that we often make, knowing that's going to happen but never really thinking about it. We as Christians must think and be aware that the Lord is, in fact, coming back. We think about passages such as 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18, and we'll get there in just a moment. But... Let's think about John 3, or rather John 14, verse 3, for just a moment. It says, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. That's comforting, isn't it? The fact that one day the Lord is coming back and we will not have to deal with the things that are of this earth. Now that is truly a thought that I believe each one of us can find great comfort in. Follow it up uh, with 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. And with the voice of an archangel, of the archangel, and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words.
as we find that and as we think about that wonderful day of judgment, and truly it is a wonderful day for the Christians, as we think about that and as we prepare for the judgment, we find comfort in it. If we find the fact and if we live the way a Christian ought to live, if we become a Christian, then we find comfort in the fact that the Lord is coming back one day. Because that means on that day, we shall receive our eternal reward. That place that Christ has gone to prepare. And thinking about that place, I want us to think about heaven for just a moment. Heaven is a prepared place. Heaven is a prepared comfort. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. We compare that with Revelation chapter 21, and we find a description of heaven. We find a comfort of heaven. We look down at verse 4, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Comfort. No more pain. No more death. No more discomfort. No more quarantine. No more pandemic. No more sin. No more death. No more anything bad, truly. As we view heaven as a place of comfort. We're in the presence of God for all eternity. We are in a much, much better place. I wanted to do this lesson. I wanted to talk about the comfort of a Christian and the comfort Christians have because, quite frankly, we have to, as Christians and as people, remember exactly how and exactly where our comfort comes from. This year has been difficult. I know it's been difficult for most, if not all of us. Things have not gone to plan, but I can tell you this. We as Christians ought to look at this and grow from this year and see how we can strengthen and encourage our brethren. So I hope this lesson has been beneficial to you and just a reminder of the comfort that we as Christians have and I hope you will continue to study on this over the next couple of days before our next podcast comes out, hopefully in a couple of days. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.